Welcome back to another episode of Let's Talk About It with your boy. Let's talk about grief and the stages of, of grief and maybe some, some tips to, to, to help you out during your grieving process because currently currently for me, I've, I've been grieving for the past year and a half and, and it's because of the loss of my grandmother. My grandmother passed away in August of 2021, that was my, that's, that was my woman right there, man. That was, that was my, that was my mom and dad and losing her really threw, really threw things off for me. Right. Because at the time or prior to the loss of my grandmother, I had no idea what, you know, well, like, I mean, I guess I, I guess I say I, I knew what grief was, but I never, I never dealt with grief myself in the, in the magnitude or in the manner that I am currently in. And that's because I didn't really, I didn't really lose anybody on the, the, the level of my grandmother. And it's not to say that I wasn't hurt when, you know, past people left me and stuff like that or people that have left me in the past but with my grandmother it it hit it hit hard and i can i understand now you know why people say you don't get over it i understand why people that are grieving say it comes in waves. So I'm, I'm getting a, a, the in-depth look into the grieving process and everything that comes with it. Now I wanted to see like we all like growing up, you know, whether it's, you know, hearing it on TV or hearing it out in the world, like you hear of the, you know, stages of grief and stuff like that. And I kind of wanted to, I wanted to go through all the stages and, and kind of, and kind of talk about if, my stages came, you know, in the right order, or is there an order, you know, because I've read that some people say that there's an order to the stages and some, so for me, I'll just say this. So here are the, sta- the, the five stages, I, I believe I've I seen on, on online that some have seven, or I've I seen some articles that say seven, but I didn't, I didn't really, uh, look look too close into it but so we got so for the five stages of grief you got denial anger 
bargaining, depression, and acceptance. So what I'm gonna do is I we'll go we'll go the first stage, I guess you can call it the denial stage, right? And I guess you could say for me. Yes, I was. I'm still in denial at times because it's 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 because because my grandmother was such a pillar and staple uh was a huge like, you know, part of who I am that it's hard to snap out of you know, not wanting to call her and stuff like that. So denial for me was was most definitely like wanting to, you know, hit my grandmother up and, and wanting to call her. Because just recently, last semester, I got on the dean's list. And the first thing I wanted to do was call my grandmother because education was big for her. And she she used to take pride in our accomplishments, and that was that was a huge huge thing because one I never expected it. I never expected to get on the dean's list because I actually honestly I thought the dean's list was like like a like a unicorn thing. Honestly, I. Uh, The dean's list growing up for me was like for the smart, smart kids, right? So when I made the dean's list, one, I was shocked, but two, it brought me back to, you know, what I wanted to do when I first found out that I did, and that was to hit up my grandmother. And and I catch myself sometimes still texting her, her cell phone. And it's and it's not one of those. Trust me, I'm not expecting her to text me back. Because I know, you know. But it's it's it it was just you know, it's things like that 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 uh that I deal with in this this grieving process. And I'm reading, I'm looking at the, uh, I'm looking at some of this article the stages of grief by the university of washington and they got a few they got a they got a breakdown on you know what denial what what's what the stages of grief can look like and what they can feel like and so i kind of wanted to run through a few of them so denial can look like avoidance procrastination, forgetting, easily distracted. And yeah. Most definitely most definitely the avoidance like it looks like you know I may try to avoid maybe seeing seeing things on on tv that involve 
you know, a grandson and a grand and grandmother relationship. But I learned through my grieving process that I I, I want to see I, I want to see certain um, things to remind me of my grandmother. And like I said, like, because everybody's different, everybody grieves different. And my grieving is different from my wife's grieving. And my wife's grieving may be different from the way my son grieves or stuff like that. So for me, for me, I I want to see like old pictures of my grandmother. I want to you know listen to certain things like voicemails and and things of that nature because I I I miss her and hearing her voice it just hearing her voicemail just hearing her voice looking at some of her pictures like this is my home screen. Like I know some people when they lose when they lose loved ones, they they can't, you know, stomach seeing, you know, their fate like their pictures and stuff like that. And I get it. I totally get it. Cause my, my wife is like that. And I totally get it. But for me, like I just like I said, people grieve differently. But for me, I want to, I have to see, I look forward to, to seeing pictures of my grandmother every time I, I open up my phone because that was my, that was, that was, that was my everything. And I want to, I don't, I don't ever want to forget what she looks like. I don't ever want to forget the sound of her voice. So that's my grieving process. Because we all have different processes of grieving too, like yeah, there there are uh, certain there there are stages, right? The the stages I'm, I'm I can assume stay the same, right? But the process of us dealing with the grief is going to be different for everybody. All right, so let's move on to the next stage: anger, right? I mean that's obvious, and. There's so many things when you lose somebody. There's a lot of things that go on in your head that will prompt you to start putting the blame and and directing frustration towards certain people. Uh... And I can, I, for me, I could say, like, I'll, I'll go through some of the things that they said that uh, anger can look like. Pessimism, uh, sarcasm, irritability, being aggressive or passive aggressive. And for me, sarcasm was already on the, 
was already on the 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 table before before I've always been a sarcastic person. So, but my for me my I most definitely dealt with anger during my grieving process because. Part of me was angry with myself, right? Because I start looking at um, the past things, and you start you start thinking about memories, good and bad. And the ones that get me to get me angry at myself are I look at the bad memories in terms of times where I may have, you know, fussed out my grandmother or been mean and stuff like that not have called or ignored her phone calls. And that stuff gets to me. That stuff really, that like still now, like I was having this conversation. The reason, and the, the reason why I wanted to talk about grief for this episode, because I just had a, I was just talking to my brother the other day and we both was, you know, was breaking down over the phone, you know, talking about how how much we miss, how much we miss Grams and and some of the things that I was dealing with in terms of um, where I was at mentally and stuff like that. I was actually, I was actually unaware that some of the feelings that I was having, my brother was having, and it just goes to show you that grieving is it, grieving is a uh, grieving is a wild card because some people take losses and it's nothing to them right but then you also have those people you also have those people like, like say for instance me, right? That that you know doesn't really you know deal with it well. Well, I'll say this, you know, for the most part, before prior to my grandma's passing, prior to my grandmother passing. I dealt with loss fairly, uh, fairly easy in a sense. And honestly, some, a part of me actually thought like something was wrong with me, like emotionally because I wasn't, I wasn't reacting the way like I say, I, I use I use uh, my wife grieving as an example. Like when 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 my uh, my brother in law passed away, my my wife's brother, I was I was devastated, but my my wife was broken, right? And sometimes if you if if you're if you're not, if y'all don't grieve the same, right, then sometimes you'll look at other people grieving and, and, and be like, you know, 
Like I like like I understand. Like I understand. But then some parts of me be like, dang, like I, I like I get it, but you know, we gotta be strong. We gotta, you know, try to look look look, you know, towards the future and try to, you know, be strong about it, right? And it wasn't and 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 what I'm saying is it wasn't it wasn't me being dismissive of, you know, say my wife's feelings and grief, grieving process. It was, you know, because I, like I said, everyone grieves different. So if I'm dealing with my grief well, or, or, you know, in my mind, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm dealing with it. Okay. And when you see someone else not dealing with it, the same way that you are, you know, you start to, you start to wonder like, like, no, it's going to be okay, you know, but so when, when my grandmother passed, I truly understood why my wife sometimes will break down. I can understand why, you know, certain dates certain times of the year, especially around, you know, the, you know, the anniversary of the the event and, you know, the passing and also, you know, anniversaries of birthdays and stuff. Like I get, like now I, now I get it because I lost somebody to me. And this is just to me. I lost somebody on the same caliber as or I'm the the grief that I'm the the grief that I'm going through is on the same level now as when my wife was going through it. So now I can truly say, like, yeah, I understand why you're still years after you know the passing of your brother, you're still having these, uh, you know, emotions and moods and stuff like that. At first, I didn't get it. At first, I wasn't. It, it didn't, it, it wasn't registering at all. I was, you know, I didn't get it. I, and it wasn't, and it wasn't like, you know, oh, passive, you got to get over it. Stop, you, you, you're tripping. It wasn't that. It was just, I didn't understand it. But now when, when my grandmother passed, and that was somebody that was near and dear to me. And I've always, you know, growing up with my, with my upbringing, and stuff a lot of my reactions to certain things a lot of my um attitude towards certain certain um events or tragedies or whatever the case may be that would have a different effect with other people or or or, you know everybody else didn't really have an effect on me right Or it's just, I grew, I grew up, or I'll say this, because I don't want to, I don't, I don't ever want to say I grew up differently than, you know, most people because everybody has a story. Everybody has a, an experience that they have, that they've had that may have uh shaped and molded them into who they are now and so what i'm trying to get at is prior to 
prior to losing my grandmother and and because of my upbringing and how uh certain things hardened hardened my heart um made me have that it is what it is type of attitude the nonchalant type um you know attitude towards life except you know itself so when certain you know tragedies passings and stuff like that would happen growing up i handled it well and i moved on but when it came to when it came to my grandmother it was a whole new it was a whole new territory for me and i couldn't just brush this one off i couldn't just say all right, it is what it is. I couldn't just say, I RIP, I'm going to miss you, and just keep it moving. I couldn't do that because Grams, Grams was everything. My mom, my dad. Like, so it activated or uncovered, I say it uncovered so many, so many, uh, emotions buried, buried down that I am seeing because I, I think, I think, I think because I didn't have a lot of, um, emotions and, and, and certain feelings I guess you can say like the average normal person, right? Because I didn't have that when I would get losses, there weren't stages of grief for me because the reason why I feel now there are stages of there are stages that I'm dealing with now is because there's certain emotions attached to these these stages, right? There's certain there's certain feelings that are associated with the different types of stages. And because I didn't have those feelings or emotions like that, because I buried them, uh, I didn't, I didn't have a trouble or I didn't have a problem with the so-called stages of grief because Essentially, whenever I would hit the the these certain stages, denial, anger, uh, what a bargaining, depression, and acceptance, like when I was hitting those those stages, whenever whenever those stages got there, and the the and the emotion and feeling that was that that should be attached to those stages, when they weren't registering, it was all right. On to the next, just move to the next stage. Next stage. All right. Well, I'm good. I guess I'm dealing with my 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 stages of grief. Like I guess I'm 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 cool. I guess I, I I guess I can you know I can do well with uh grief. But when whenever whenever my my grandmother passed, it was like every emotion that you can think of that I stuffed down uh to, just to just to survive, you know. In, in my eyes, right? But now that 
all that stuff opened up, now I can see, I, I see why you're, you know, you're having trouble with denial. I can see why, you know, you're frustrated. I can see why you feel guilty. Like I can see that now because all those emotions came up. So now, yes, I feel guilty. I feel ashamed. I feel, you know, I have, you know, certain pockets and certain, um, certain times where, yes, I do feel depressed and really messed up. Like that's, that's one thing. You know what? I'm not ashamed to say like, yo, I've been, I've been in a dark place for the past year and a half since the passing of my grands. I've, at times I've, I've gotten dark at times I've, I've, uh, you know, gotten in a sunken place, right. In a, in a, in a place where I didn't, I don't want to do anything. Uh, I've gotten in a place where, you know, I'm snappy at my wife. I'm snappy at my son. And, and it's, and it's not an excuse and it's, it's, and I don't, I don't like, I don't like it, but I'm understanding, I'm understanding that there may be a reason why, there may be a reason why, you know, at times you, you know, I may have an attitude and stuff like that. But I also, what I don't want to do is I don't ever want to make excuses for, you know, me being in that in that space and then the way I react at times that I that I don't want to get I don't want to get comfortable in that because there's still other people involved there's still you know when I when I when I act the way I act because of you know what I'm dealing with with, with my grieving process that still affects, you know, my wife. That still affects my son, my friends, and stuff like that. So I, I try to be mindful. And of course, you can't control when, when, when grief decides to say hi, right? But I can, you know, I, there, there's, there's, you know, there's still there's things that you can do in your grieving process, you know, so that you don't, you know, in the midst of you dealing with, you know, whatever it is that you're dealing with, whether it's a loss or something like that, you know, I want to, in the midst of all that, you, you, you still should be able to, you know, find a, Uh, a resolution in in it because those are your loved ones that you don't want to you don't want to push away because of what you know what you're dealing with. So I would you know I would suggest I mean there's therapy out there. I know I know you know the whole mental health thing is a trending thing right now, and a part of me a part of me you know. A part of me wants to, you know, 
I'll say this. A part of me have, I, ha- I have something to say about, you know, why they have that as an, you know, why it's so trending. Like, but in all honesty, I get it. Like people, are, I think, I know for me, like, as I've gotten older, and especially with the loss of my grandmother, it brought it brought up so many things that now I'm having a hard time dealing with it in my head, right? So I understand the need for, you know, the need for therapy or the need for, you know, mental health type of outlets. There's a need for that because that stuff is that that stuff is real. Mental health issues, mental health problems, that stuff is real. And and I didn't me personally didn't think I would me me personally didn't think that I would have any any troubles or issues with you know my mental health because growing up I thought you know yeah I had I had some I had some uh some some troubling and and tough times growing up that you know shaped me and 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 molded me to to the way that I act now and stuff like that but I didn't really I guess I get I I guess I you could say I did a good job at at uh hiding and masking those those problems but they manifested themselves through the way that I would, you know, treat certain things and and react to certain things but that changed and now because of all the emotions that are just that are flowing through my body and bouncing around all up in my head it's like a part a part of me like the like the the i guess you could say the old me that would suppress certain things and stuff like that, that, that old me tries, you know, still makes his way there. Like in terms of how I will deal with certain things that, that guy is still there. Like that, that old me in terms of how I deal with certain things is still there. Like he, he pops up when I, when dealing with things, but now my feelings are coming with it now. That new, the, 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 the new me, the, I guess you could say the, the grieving me, uh, pops up now and I get, or the, the new, the, the new me in result of me grieving, right? He pops up. So now it's a, it's a battle. So that's what I say. You know, I'm, that's why I'm having or I say this, that's why I can understand, you know, the, the importance of mental health, because now I'm dealing with it. Now I I used to be one of those people years ago that would, 
you know, say why, like, why you tripping or why, you know, why these people having these type of issues and this, this and that. But now I get it now. And it's, I guess, as crazy as it sounds, I, it, it took my grandmother passing to realize that, damn, I do have some, some, uh, I, 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 I do have some things that I got it, that I'm dealing with mentally. And for one, that's okay. But now that I do have those, 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 those issues and, 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 and certain problems and stuff like that mentally, now it's time to, to attack it and see what we can do to, to, to fix things. It's going to be hard, but I'm not against therapy. I haven't found a, I haven't found a therapist yet, but I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't mind therapy at all. Like, to be honest, I actually, I would love to, to just give somebody an earful of, like, of my life, my past traumas. Like, me personally, I think I am a, I think my mind is a therapist's candy store, right? The things that I've dealt with growing up and some of the situations that I was, you know, been put in growing up and and all of that, therapists would love it. Because, I mean... There, I, I've I've dealt with a lot of things growing up, and I actually I dealt with them pretty well, in my in, in my opinion, or I, I I suppressed them very well, and a lot of things didn't bother me. I've always I've always been, and I still am. I still am, uh, in terms of like. I'm, I'm, I've always been a nonchalant person, um, but that's because of, you know, certain things, uh, but now some things, some things pull on my heart now, some things are starting to, you know, affect me a little bit more and I don't have the, the the capacity to just say, nah, it is what it is. I can't now because my feelings and emotions are uh, playing a major part in, in things now. Cause prior to that, I didn't, I didn't let my emotions come in. I didn't let my feelings get in the way of, uh, you know, certain things and stuff like that. But now my, my emotions are on full, full, full display. And it's because, of grieving and, and the loss of my grandmother and, you know, just dealing with the grieving process. So, but I know things, I, I know things are going to be, things are going to be good. Things are going to be all right. But it's, it's, it's a, it could be tough at times. It could be tough at times, but now honestly, like I was telling my brother when we when we were having this conversation about Grams, that I actually like it. I love that I'm like this now. 
like emotion more emotional. So I love it actually. I really do. Because I'm starting to look at life differently now. Trust me. Uh I'm talking to I'm talking to all the nonchalant people out there. So like that like it feel it, it feel it, it it just feels good to, you know, see my emotions playing out now. Because nonchalant me, I mean, it, it, it wasn't, a, it wasn't things, the things that would pop up and happen or, you know, things like that wasn't a big deal to me. It was like, all right, things happen, shit happens. I mean, like, it is what it is. But now, with more raw emotions and feelings uh, coming up and, and, and resurfacing and stuff like that, or finally getting getting their chance to actually be you know, allowing me to be vulnerable. Like, I cry a lot now. Like, I do. I didn't, I never really was not I never really was a, uh, a crier like that. But now, I cry probably almost every other day, whether it's a full-out cry or just some tears. And it's just, and it's, it's it could be about something that I'm watching on TV. As a matter of fact, most of most of my most of my crying comes from uh, emotional parts and and very sensitive parts uh, or moments on movies and shows that I never used to get emotional about or tear up about. But now that I do, like seeing uh, um, relationships between father and son, mother son, you know, mother like. Those type of things or, or, or best friends, you know, those, 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 those all moments on TV and movie and movies and stuff. I never, it, it wasn't a, it wasn't a big deal for me. It was just like, oh, that's what's up. Now, homecomings of, you know, uh, military people coming home from deployments and stuff like that. Seeing, seeing that, seeing, uh you know um people with with uh people with like disabilities and stuff like that doing well i've always been i've always been a advocate of you know special needs people or and people with disabilities always i've always been like that but it's even it's it's on 10 now with all my emotions like i've always i've always uh i've always been a person that you know didn't really didn't really invest too much into you know feelings and stuff like that but now that everything is with the passing of my grandmother it's like like i said it's, I, I like it like i i like you know being able to tear up and stuff like that for joyous, for joyous moments and, and, and precious moments. I wasn't like that before. Right. So yes, it's different. It's a little bit of a, it's a little bit of a mental shock for me, but all in all, I love it. I love that. I get emotional. I get emotional when I see things, happy things. It's not just the, 
I used to, ju- I used to just be like, if something is sad, like, yeah, I can maybe tear up. But now, it's not only if something's sad, but if something is just, you know, love and stuff like that. Now I get emotional now. So my my grieving process most definitely. Um, it's been a. It's I'm still grieving now, but I'm in. I'm embracing my grief, and because there's a lot of things that came out of you know the passing of my grandmother and the process of me dealing with it and stuff like that. A lot of positive things uh, are happening mentally and. And, and, and internally, and that's a good thing for me because you always want to, you always want to, to grow for one. And I feel for me, me being able to tap into, you know, my emotional side and, and really get in tune with my feelings. That's a big, that's, that's a big plus for me. That's big. That's, that's huge in, in the growth department with me. So. Yeah, this it's um it's a process, but I'm fine with the process and it's okay to grieve. Everybody everyone grieves differently. And everybody grieves differently and we gotta be able to Embrace just being like, it's okay. Like, that's the thing. Grieving, you're not alone. So if you feel, if you feel stuck, you feel like, what the heck? What's going on? Like, why? I felt that too. I felt it. And I still do at times. So I get it. And just because. Like for me, for me, the stage, the the acceptance stage of grief, for me, like I accepted it because I, I've always, for me, like I, I do think logic, like and I, let me let me change that for me i know what's what's what and what's not so i accepted the fact that my like i i accepted the fact that yes my grandmother is no longer physically here on this earth like i accepted that but of course at times you know at times of like nah she's not really she's not really gone so the acceptance stage for me wasn't wasn't tough. It wasn't it wasn't it wasn't a it wasn't like I needed it wasn't like I was struggling to accept the fact that my grandmother was gone. Like I knew, like I, I, I know when somebody dies, right? I know when somebody dies that they're no longer there, right? 
so I know I, I, I know that aspect. So in terms of being able to accept the fact that that person's no longer here wasn't that wasn't hard for me. But uh I still had my, you know, I had my times where like 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 I was just talking about earlier. That I, you know, I you know, I'll text I, I you know, I've texted Graham sometimes, but that's like I still I still, you know, know that she's not going to text me back. So I, I'm, I'm aware of, I'm aware of the, that she's gone physically. So in terms of the acceptance aspect of it, you know, I didn't really have a too much of a, an issue with, you know, the acceptance process. And that's supposed to be like that. that that's supposed to be quote unquote, the last, you know, step or stages of grief. But to be honest, like I'm looking at, like I'm looking at the 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 stages right now, and they're, like I said earlier, they're. I'm guessing the stages, according to everyone, according to most people, happening in order. But for me, a lot of my stuff was, you know, bounced around. Right. So depression. I mean, that's that's kind of like. I mean, come on now. I've, when you when you lose somebody, of course you're gonna be sad. You're gonna be sitting in a so, yeah. That the that one. I say the the ones that the, the ones that linger, the stages that linger for me is the biggest one is the the, the feeling sad and you know depressed like that. That is the biggest one for me because. The, the reason why the reason why this one uh this one hits so hard or it's 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 the longest for me is because this is the one that taps into majority of the all majority of the feelings that that uh was cracked open right the sadness the despair the the helplessness like all that stuff disappointment all of all of those feelings are like the big major like so it's a uh, it's always going to be a process it's always going to be it's not going to go away grief doesn't go away the only thing that you can do with grief is learn how to deal with it. That's the only thing you can do with grief. Grief is not something that uh, that you get rid of. Most times it's just you learned how to deal with it. And that's that's the only thing. That's the major thing I could say is if you are grieving and you feel like Damn, why is it why am I keep, you know, going through this and going through it and going through it? It's because grief doesn't have a uh an expiration date. It don't. It doesn't have a time limit on any it doesn't have a time on when it's gonna stop. So if we can if we can find ways to, you know, deal with deal with some of the, the your your grief. 
Because like I said, you're not, it's not going to go away, but you can find ways to deal with it, whether it's exercising, finding hobbies, uh, praying is big, praying is big for me, uh, but just find, find different outlets for you. And that's just, and that's just with any, anything, uh, in life, anything in life, whether it's grief, hardships, uh, breakups, um, anything you want to uh you want to find ways to deal with it you want to find ways to you want to find ways to be able to maneuver through life by also still dealing with the loss of a loved one or uh you know, being unhappy here, like job, anything. I want you, you know, I want you to be able to figure things out. And, and it's because you can. It's going to take, it'll take time. But if you're willing, you got to be willing to want to, uh, you know, make things somewhat normal. Because like I said, Dealing with grief, especially if that thing, if it hits, if it hits deep, then you're going to have to find ways to maneuver through it. And that's, that's something I've been, I've been dealing with and been working on myself. So you're not alone. But I really appreciate y'all listening to another episode of Let's Talk About It with your boy. Let's talk about it.